Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. All right, Natasha, brand new episode. (laughs) Brand new episode. Um, I have to literally cut you off every week because we have a full-on podcast before either of us hits record on the actual podcast. <laughs> I consider it like You're too much show prep, you know? It's like, it's like oh, it's, <laughs> we've literally been laughing and talking for 30 minutes already and not yet hit record. We have so. a half hour show prep session. Then we get to the podcast, you know, that that in turn. Um, okay. There's so much to talk about, though. So much to talk about. And um, I was, I've been curious because I, I didn't even realize it that we just had the two year anniversary of Kane's passing. And 
I was just, I wanted to just check in with you, like how you guys are doing, how are the girls, like how, you know, is, 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 can you even believe it's been two years? No, I mean, I can't believe it. It's, you know, I just happened to mention to you when we were talking about my mom guilt emotional breakdown last week, that in addition to it being Harry's birthday, his birthday coincides with the anniversary of Peter passing away. And, you know, it's funny. It's almost like subconsciously, like this time of year, I just start thinking about him all the time. Like he just comes into my thoughts and and sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. Like the girls were asking me, they were having memories of when like the police showed up to our house and the, and Sam was like, mm. what was your version of that? Because daddy always told us that the fire department came and like he had told them some crazy made up story. So it's like stuff like that seems to come up more and more this time of year, but also also in a, in good ways too. You know, I think a lot about the good times with him before life went to shit. But, you know, it's been two years, which sounds like a long time when I say it, but it it doesn't feel like a long time yet. It still feels like we're in like the, maybe six months out. Wow. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's not it's not as raw as it was six months out, but it still feels new. Yeah. Well, which is weird. I think this is a great topic to discuss because you know so many people listening to this have lost a loved one in various capacities a parent you know a sibling um god forbid you know sadly a child like you know it's so hard so you know and I don't know how you guys I'm curious like how the girls are processing it because I told you when my dad died at the same age as Sam and Soph you know, we kind of grieved for two weeks and then that was it. Like we did not, nobody wanted to talk about it. It was so sad. It was so devastating. You know, it was different circumstances, but still the girls have lost their dad. And for years, we didn't even really want to, th- like the anniversary of his death, we didn't do anything. Like we didn't talk really? about it. We didn't make it a day. Nothing. Nothing. We just kept it moving so we didn't have to really face like anything about it so I just wondered if you guys I don't know if you if you've thought about what's I I go back and forth about if this is healthy or not but you know on the one year anniversary it we brought it up like it it just kind of came up organically I think it was maybe Sophie that brought it up and then the girls and I talked about it but I never know if I should bring it up to them or not. This year, we've been talking about him more. Like I said, they've been opening up more and wanting to know more about kind of the way things really happened. But um, I, like I didn't bring it up. But it's yeah. also, it's Harry's birthday. So it's like, yeah, ugh, I feel like damned if I do, if I don't, you know, I feel like I feel really bad that I didn't bring it up and kind of check in with them. But th- my thought behind it was, I don't want to bring it up for them on their brother's little birth, their little brother's birthday if they're not already thinking about it. Yeah. So, I mean, now that it's been a week, I probably should check in with them and and bring it up. I just I never know when they don't mention it if I should. Yeah, it's it's hard, right? And I think you wish your mom would have brought it up to you on the anniversaries. Yeah, I think in hindsight, because we, you know, we 
kind of pushed it down for so long. Then I think I've shared probably a lot on this podcast in my own is like, you know, then it like Robin, our girl, Robin, the therapist, she always says what you resist persists. So like, Mm -hmm. if you don't keep processing grief and, and, you know, it's, it can be, and, and everybody's grief is different, right? So it's I'm curious like where you're at with it because you obviously have been separated and like you said you've been through so many highs and lows with him but yeah I mean I think I think I wish that she had probably asked us maybe more about it I do think when you're 15 and you're 14 you know you want to be you're in a different mind space you know like I think the girls probably are yeah. gonna process more as they get older and I think it's a great sign that they're saying hey tell us like this story like what was your ver-? you know I think that's awesome mm-hmm. that they're doing that I think that means that they kind of are having a healthier relationship with it so I think that's great yeah I feel like I feel like I should just check in with them now now that it's not his birthday it's like oh you know for the first year I kind of fudged the truth and and said that it was on March 5th which it it was on March 6th, which is Harry's birthday, but it was like super early in the morning, you know, like in middle of the night, early in the morning. So it was like technically the 6th, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I should check in with them. But to answer your question, they're doing really well. Um, they're still struggling a lot with the loss of their dad. <clears throat> they're losing their stepdad six months later and... Being in this, you know, this place that just screams him at every corner, you know, you see a hot 99 five logo, they think of him, you hear about the jingle ball, they think of him. So it's, in some ways, I feel like they're not progressing in healing. But I think a lot of that is just because they don't have, it's hard growing up here in the area that he was so prominent in. And they need a better support system outside of just me. Sophie's been open to therapy, but Sam is just, we've been through, I think, three therapists and she has just not found one that she's willing to even remotely open up to. Yeah. So we have a lot of work to go. We have a lot of work to go, but um, for the most part, they're, they're definitely, they're doing a heck of a lot better than they were before he died. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know if that's the best, the best standard, the best place to set the bar, because that was a pretty crappy point in their lives also. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have a lot to juggle. I mean, I, I, that's, that's why I'm curious too, like how you're doing, because obviously, you know, you guys had separated, divorced, you and I feel the same about Kane. There's many things that we like loved about him. And then other times you wake up in a rage um, towards him still. <laughs> So, yeah, you have, you know, you have an interesting task to balance like the everything with the girls, you know, the truth, the good times with him, um, you know, the fact that their life is better now. It's it's really hard. So I just wondered, too, like if you did anything. I know it, it was Harry's birthday and you, you put so much into that. So I didn't mm-hmm. know if you've had any time to reflect like for yourself, too, you know, and and maybe you're good. Like sometimes too, people are like they're okay. You know, like maybe you're okay and mm-hmm. you you've processed a lot of it. I just wondered, like, because I I could not believe that it's been two years. I was like, what? I can't either. And you know, I think I more process it throughout the year versus 
you know, when big events come up, like uh, his birthday, his birthday was just, um, or is just coming up in a couple of weeks. He would have been, oh my gosh, he would have been 45. Wow. But um, just so young. That's, so that's young. So sad. I didn't realize he'd pass. I thought he was 44 when he passed, but he was actually 43. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's three years older than me. So yeah, he would be 45. Wow. Um. So, you know, versus when big events come up like his birthday or Christmas or the anniversary, I kind of think of it throughout the year. But to be honest, when Sam was asking me about like the time when the police came, which led to them asking about the time that we stayed in the hotel room, which I'm glad she's bringing up. And I I fully believe, you know, they're old enough and I've honestly felt this way most of their lives that when they ask, I am very transparent with them and honest with them. But um. I'm glad she's asking more, but I was thinking about it when I was, you know, explaining to her what really happened versus what their father told them had happened. It feels like somebody else's lifetime. You know, Mm. when I think about those times, since she brought it up, I've been thinking about that the one time a lot more that, you know, the police had come a second time. This was before we technically separated, but it was what led me to then pack up the kids and go stay in a hotel room. You know, he kept when he would stay awake on Ambien and he Ambien and he would be just this belligerent intoxication and he would call the police on me, even though he was the one that was just out of it. And she was asking about that time. And I I was thinking about it and I can picture it so vividly in my mind, like us, me packing the kids into the car and driving, you know, at one in the morning to go stay at my girlfriend's house and him calling his co-host to come over and them, one of them following us down the road. And I had to call the police because Mm. I was being chased by this person and it was scary. And they were, I remember they rolled down their window and they were like, oh, your best friend Megan is at the house. That's why I want you to come back. But he didn't know that I was actually driving to Megan's house to go stay with her. So I was like, it's just, it's like this, it feels like a movie. It feels like I once in a while get glimpses of a movie that I watched a long time ago about this girl that had this crazy life um, just fall apart. It doesn't feel like mine, to be honest. I I believe it. And, and I just, I think it's an interesting topic too, like how you process grief with someone that, yeah, hurt you so much, you know, like it's, it's on the one hand, I feel it's like relief. it would be easier to grieve him. And this sounds sad to say, and this is maybe a really fucked up thing to say, but it's just me being honest. I feel like it would be easier to grieve him if he had been a really good father and a really good husband and we had been close. Because then we, even though it it would hurt more to lose someone that you were closer with, it would all be the happy memories. It's so hard to grieve and miss someone that is so tied in with the most traumatic events of your life. And that's true for the girls and for me. So it, it it does, it makes it sticky. It makes it tricky. That hasn't gone away or gotten better over the years as much as um, it's just not as raw anymore. It's kind of yeah. the best way I can put it. No, I, I think it's so brave of you to share that. Because again, I just think a lot of people are grieving somebody that they have just such a complicated past with, you know? Yeah. It's like you are sad, you're relieved on the other hand. And, you know, but no, I love that the girls 
talk to you so openly and ask questions. And yeah, and I, I just, my heart breaks for them because they have to like process all the different things about everything, you know, and, and being in the public. Yeah, that's exactly. Ah, you know, they have to grieve a dad that was uh, one way on the radio and they have to see it all the time. And then they got to grieve somebody that, of course, you always love your parents, even even if they're horrendous to you. Mm-hmm. They have to grieve his addiction. I mean, they, they, they have a lot, a lot. Yeah. And that, that kind of sums up exactly what I meant by it would be easier to, if, if it had all been a lot happier to mm-hmm. go to figure out grief. Because mm-hmm. they are, it's like they're learning the truth about the trauma that happened to them because they weren't able to learn it before they came to live with me 100% of the time. And do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com. 
sarahfrasershow.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. And going through the grief of a dad that they they really do miss and they really did love. Sure, sure. So it's going to take a long time. I, I still keep trying to find Sam the right therapist, and hopefully we will one day. But Oh, you will. You it'll, know? it'll be the right – yeah. And, and I don't know. my If Sam is doing – well and you think she's healthy and she, you know i mean maybe now's not the right time you know a year from now might be the right time or um, yeah you know but you guys know that so it's it's hard to say yeah yeah and i don't want to spill too any too much of her personal business without her consent i know she doesn't mind what i've already said but Quick pause to thank our banner sponsor, David Rubin. Um, David Rubin has been a family law attorney and divorce attorney for nearly 30 years in the Washington, D.C. area. We heard from so many of you dealing with difficult spouses, going through divorces, getting ready for a divorce. You want to renegotiate your child custody agreement. Well, David Rubin we brought on because he actually has a specialty with narcissists and difficult spouses. So whether you're a man, you're a woman, whoever you're getting ready to divorce, if your spouse you anticipate is going to be difficult or is on the spectrum of narcissism, David's your guy. He gives free consultations simply by going to mdlaws.com. So mdlaws.com is their website. You can book a consultation with David today. Book that, ask him questions, and then figure out if he is the lawyer for you. On top of that, Ruben Law Firm, also been in business for almost 30 years, handles everything from auto accidents, personal injuries, 
injury, bankruptcy, criminal, wills, and estate plan. They're the one-stop shop, I say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can get, plan your divorce, plan your estate, make your will right there. Get out of your traffic tickets all in one spot. MDLaws.com. Also, if you are looking to advertise, we know so many of you work for companies all around the D.C. area and beyond, from Los Angeles to New York City. Your company needs to advertise with The Sarah Frazier Show, and specifically, you can advertise here when Natasha and I team up every single week. How do you do that? Just email me, Show at gmail.com. If you're an industry that's looking to attract more female customers or get your message and brand out to women, we're your spot. 80% of our listenership is female. So I would love to talk to you more. The Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Just, you know, locally, being so exhaustingly busy of, you know, being a single mom <laughs> to three kids that I don't have time to think about this a lot. <laughs> Well, you know, thanks for sharing that because I I did I thought about, you know, the 2-year anniversary and and I just like I said, you know, this every week that we get together and do a podcast is amazing to me and I do think it's such an honor to him in some way in the good ways of, you know, he was a great broadcaster. So, it's it's mm-hmm. um great to share that. Um, okay, moving on. What else is there anything else like in your life like what's going on? Um you know, I, I obviously oh. shared all my IVF stuff last week. I, I don't have any updates yet because I'm I'm having a meeting with an IVF doctor today. So we'll see how that goes. I feel much better equipped to Are ask Are you going to check your contract this time to see if there's a non-disclosure agreement in there? I am. I, I've actually decided, which is, I'm kicking myself because I should have done this the first time. But I'm interviewing three different IVF doctors before I sign with anybody. Um, because people have shared since we put out the episode last week so many things. They're like, you need to ask their, you know, IVF egg transfer rate, you know, their success rate. Like, do most people, like, 1.5 transfers they're pregnant? Is it three on an average of three? Because if that's the clinic's average, that's probably going to be yours. So I was like, I never even thought to ask I that. I never would have thought about that. I thought it would have been about the same for everybody. Yeah. You know, do they have an egg donor plan or am I going to have to go somewhere else? Um, you know, what? By the way, did you see the comments that we got when we posted about, I don't know if you got them on yours, like I got them on mine, when we posted about egg donor versus adoption. A lot of people said that um, we really need to, I say we like I'm having this baby with you, <laughs> that we really need to look into um, like where you're getting the eggs from and is it an ethical business? And there's apparently a, a documentary on Netflix or maybe it was YouTube about, um, it's called egg exploitation. You get it? What? You get the pun. Wait, I yes, see this because this there's like page. girls being trafficked that are, what? you know, being taken advantage of that are, that are poor, that are, you know, in bad situations that desperately need the money and are being like forced into egg donation. Okay, where was this comment? No, I didn't see that. Oh, great, terrific. It's on my Instagram. It's on my. There were there were like two or three comments about that. Like you know, I'm sure there. I'm sure there's got to be ethical egg donation (sighs) businesses out there, but (laughs) apparently there's a lot of shady ones. Which, if you think about it, makes sense. I was just watching a documentary about women that are um, that are trafficked for surrogacy. To be for being surrogates in other countries in 
a lot of them were in like South Africa, Nairobi, um, Ukraine. And, oh and, 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 and their babies are, the babies are for American parents, American and European parents. Watch they, Exploitation yeah. on YouTube. Excellent documentary on the egg donor industry. And okay, um, one of my friends, fertility friends, is currently pregnant with an egg donor, a sibling for her child. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. You need Never to look knew. into it. And if anybody wants to look into the surg- surrogacy one, it's a um, fantastic show on National Geographic called Trafficked with um, – I forgot her name, Maria Van Zeller, I think it is, something like that. But th- she did a whole episode about surrogacy in other countries for American parents. Wow. Anytime okay. that you're getting something from young people for money, there's going to be people that exploit them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, so I'll add that to your that. list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay. full of all sorts of fun <laughs> topical like stuff today. <laughs> questions to ask okay oh my gosh so anyway I I should have some updates but I I thought this time around I'm gonna do more due diligence and I've gotten amazing messages from people that are like hey my you know actually a former executive from Shady Grove Fertility recommended which of course is in the DC region a lot of a lot of I got a lot of great comments about Shady Grove and she had recommended someone here in the Los Angeles area so I'm going to interview three different people and find out people said ask questions like you know do you get a free uh, follow-up consultation call because that obviously for me was the sign I was not going back to the fertility doctor when he wanted to charge me $330 for a 20 minute consult when my IUI failed. Um, so that was, that was so How yeah, that I, not a I, given? I, I have no idea. And do you know, I have never heard another peep from them ever, never, never, ever. So there you go. So I know a lot of things to ask. So hopefully I'll have some updates, um, you know, and next questions for people. So that's, that's it. But uh, yeah. What else? Anything else going on Uh, in your world? Well, you know, the only other thing I kind of wanted to chat about, and I'm not sure if there's really a tactful way of doing this, but you and I don't really do tactful. We (laughs) more do just whatever shit comes out of our mouths. Yeah. (laughs) But So, you know, my girls are both in middle school. They're in seventh and eighth grade, um, about to be um, 13 and 15 years old. And Lately, there's just so whenever we get in the car and we drive home, they always tell me about, you know, stuff that goes on with their teachers, but mostly it's spilling the tea about what drama is going on with their girlfriends. And I'm trying to catch up with the pronouns and what you're like supposed to use now or not supposed to use. And what I mean by that is they'll be they'll tell a story. They'll be like, instead of, you know oh my gosh, she said this to my other friend, Nora, it'll be, they said this. And I'll be like, wait, but it was Julia and who else? And they're like, what do you mean? It was just Julia. I'm like, but you said they, thinking it's the plural, but it's not. It's the the gender, I don't know if you'd call it gender identity or, or whatever your identifying pronoun is. And the... I guess what I kind of wanted to talk about, I want to I want to get a feel for what how other moms feel about this. I am so supportive of the trans community. I just ordered these beautiful butterfly stickers that are about um they were to raise donations for um helping at risk trans teens. 
And I think it's so important. It's such an awful time in our world right now that they are being, you know, harassed and even killed. And it, it's something that needs a lot of attention. However, it almost seems like it's a trend, at least in my kids' schools now. Like it almost makes you cool if you switch your pronoun. And I, ugh, it just it makes me it makes me a little guarded or a little hesitant to kind of throw my full support behind it. I mean, neither of the girls have asked to change their pronouns. But I mean, when I tell you, Sarah, it's like eight out of 10 of their friends have changed their pronouns. Really? And then they'll change it back a couple of weeks later. Yeah, some of them have changed their names and then changed it back. And for the kids that truly are trans like that, because listen, when you're trans, I believe you know in your core that you're in the wrong body. Your body and your brain are not connecting with your gender identity. But it's it's almost like it's just the kids are getting swept up in a trend of picking your gender. Like, what are you going to identify as? Almost like what your clothes say about you. Like, what style you're going to be that day. Yeah, and it, yeah. I wonder if it's almost I don't like know how we bring awareness to protecting the kids that really need it without it. Ugh, I don't know. I'm just worried about is it is it going to be harmful for them? I wanted to get your thoughts as another mom. I know KJ's little, so you're not really dealing with it yet. But it's it's a topic that I think we need to talk about. But I don't want to be labeled as you know, like I'm hateful or something. No, for even you are not. No, people need to have real conversations. People are having conversations like this about this, and I think parents are confused too. Like what, you know? I think most parents are supportive of their children, want the best for their kids. Um, but it's interesting you say that. I almost wonder, is it like when we were in high school and you had kids that were goth and you had kids that were preppy and you had kids that were ath- like, you know, jocks and then you had kids that were nerds and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like th- those groups hung together and identified as that. And now, like it, like you said, like it's kind of a trend to do it for your pronouns. I, I mean, I am fascinated by this, too, because you hear ab- about it a lot in the media, which you know, I was saying to you, I want to do more research, but lots of times I ignore a lot of the shit that's in the media because the media is a clickbait business. So like, you know, anything that gets people fired up, gets people to click. And to me, I find when you have real conversations with kids or parents, like in real life, face to face, the outcome is completely different than what you read, you know, on most of these, you know, um, media sites, like for the most part. So I don't, I don't know. No, I'm like, oh my God, thank God KJ's like 10 years away or 13 years away from it because I don't even know oh, what to say. I mean, well, like, and then that you... opens up a whole nother conversation of what do you do when your kid does come to you and says they want to change their name or they want to go by different pronouns? And what when what about when it comes to the next step? You know, if they want to start taking hormone blockers. When is, how do you know when that's okay when you have kids that are just see, just going with this because it's it, it's the cool thing to do to change their pronoun? Well, some, like you and I were talking about this before, how much of that is reversible or not reversible? How do you know? And obviously you and I haven't had to deal with it, so we're kind of the, 
<laughs> the wrong people to be answering that question. Yeah, I mean, but it's I, a legitimate question. I think what would be fascinating, like I, I was saying to you and we were talking about this, I would love to hear from both sides. Like I would love to hear from a parent that's like, um, I don't know, I, my kid identifies as they or them and I'm totally supportive and I think that pronouns are fluid. I don't know. You know, whatever their their pro opinion is, right? And then I'd love to hear from someone that is like, no, I, I don't think this is right. I think, or I think this is a complete trend and you should just maybe let your kid have this trend, but you shouldn't give them hormones. I don't know. I like to hear, I guess I'm at the point, I don't enjoy conversations that are one-sided anymore because it's just like, you know, you only hear one take and then you go and listen to somebody else and you're like, oh, actually I kind of agree with a little bit of what they say. I'm always like in the middle for, I can see things both ways. And, you know, I don't know. I never really usually am all one side or the other. I'm like, oh, that's kind of no, interesting. No, I totally agree. I love that idea too. So what if we did this? What if instead of you and I just spouting out <laughs> a bunch of yeah. nonsense that we don't know anything about really firsthand and we find, yeah, like you said, we find a mom um, who'd be willing to share their story, which I think a lot of trans moms are really proud. So I don't think we'll find that, have that hard a time finding somebody, how they knew when it was time to support it or if they hesitated about it, how far they went with it. Did you go for hormones? Did you go for surgery? And then, yeah, a mom who is, I don't want to say uncomfortable because that leads to thoughts of like they're bigoted or hateful, but but is worried maybe is a better way of putting it about this trend and would would have a really hard time or is it changing you know, their child's pronoun? I said this too. I don't know even know if a researcher exists because it is a relatively new trend. But I'd be curious. Okay, kids that are thirteen or fourteen that use the pronoun they them now. How many of them ten years later use it? Like, is it is it a trend or is it like I mean because. I don't even know. Is like goth a trend anymore? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It is, I, I by the way. It is. It goth is. is. It's oh. like a cool thing again. Oh. But, but <laughs> I mean, that's a, but here's, no the, here's the part that we need to be careful of is I, I 100% understand your comparison to like, you know, the styles of when we were in high school versus this being a trend. But for the kids who truly are trans and you know, biologically and chemically, you know, have a reason to be. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like we're making that any less um, valid or important. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said. So I how do you protect those kids while also but wait a minute, making decisions is about if it's more of a trend for your kid? This is where I'm I'm confused though, and I feel like an expert would be good. If you're identifying as they, you're not trans, right? So aren't we talking about two different things? Uh, listen, there's uh, I get so confused about it, and, and I have to have my girls explain it to me. But there is there's there's a you can change your pronouns, but be trans, nine non-binary. Um, um, is it poly? Uh, yes, that's like you're into the person, not not the gender, not the sex. Yeah, that it could be anything. Yep. It could be a man, female, a tree, whatever. Um, so yeah, there's a whole list of the different things that can fall under they. And how many kids do you think identify as they trans in your girls' uh, middle school and high school? I know oh, I there's at least a couple that are in their um, – their classes. 
I, well, and I guess you said that like at the beginning, you said like something like eight out of ten. You you feel like well have, would change have changed their pronouns, but aren't necessarily trans. Okay. So like we're having a hard time even <laughs> figuring it all out. So how is a middle school child and middle school brain supposed to figure this all out? I have no idea. This is above my pay grade. Um, <laughs> I, I, like I, I'm fascinated. I think it's an interesting conversation because people are certainly having it. And as a person that loves all things pop culture, it's you know it is very relevant. You know. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I do not know. So I think if if somebody is, you know, an expert in this field, if someone's a parent that feels passionately one way or the other, I mean, I think we'd love to talk to you. And we'd also love, you know, are you a person that's open to debate? Because I think we do want to feature both sides. So mm-hmm. I also understand if you're a person that feels very strongly and doesn't really want to hear the other side, but but then you're not right for this podcast. So that's what I Oh, yeah. Say. A respectful conversation, yeah. not really debate. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Um, people can... Where, what's your Instagram? People can DM us. Ms. Pink Monster, MS Pink Monster. And they can DM you as well yeah. at the Sarah Frazier Show. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and we'll put, this, we'll put this clip up on our socials and you can leave a comment there. Perfect. Sounds good. All right, then we'll see you next week. All right, my friend. I'll Bye. see you later. Bye, Natasha. Bye. Bye.